What's the Bit podcast. Yeah, good to see you guys again. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> Alex, Jordan, uh, quick catch up. Uh, all right, I know our days were garbage, so uh, yeah, let's just get into it, huh? Like, let's not even try to catch up. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't no personal stuff, just kink. All right, just kink. Today's today we're going to talk about kink. That's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to this. Um, so uh, I suppose we're supposed to define this first. I th- personally, I define kink as like anything that has to do with like you know sexuality or sexual uh, interaction that is kind of outside what you would classify as vanilla. So something to spice it up, something to make it a little bit interesting. Now, I definitely would also say that kink is different from fetish. Like mm-hmm. fetish can be included within kink and often is, but fetish play is when someone needs something to be able to climax, like either like a, a particular action or some sort of clothing or something like that. And it, 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 it like dates back in history to like like medieval shamans that would have a fetish and that's what they would make their their magic with so. so then like for a fetish if i can orgasm without that that means that like you just I, have kink you just cool. in the kink. so then i'm just in the kink because i can orgasm without having some one thing that just does it for me exactly. i mean is is one better than the other uh i would say that uh i wouldn't use the word better uh but different but like <laughs> Uh, I know that I would. I personally would not like having a fetish because you know, it's pretty limiting. And for some people, like their fetishes are, you know, a source of shame, and it's and it's something that is difficult for them to come to grips with. Sure, because they feel ashamed, right? Like that was it's like a taboo. Exactly. Does a kink turn into a fetish? Like, is what's kind of the roadmap? Well, I mean, I think that like kink is just something that people will start to dabble with when they want to like spice up their their bedroom life. But like, I think that people can find certain types of kinks that really like turn them on and push them into a different realm. I don't know if it would actually become a fetish uh, unless they were not orgasming before and then they stumble across one particular type of kink and then they can be able to orgasm then, then I would say that they've discovered their fetish. Jordan, Jordan, do any of these things ring a bell to you? Are these, are these things? <laughs> I, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm going to be more of a student than a teacher uh, in this episode. Probably. Uh, I, I noticed right off the bet, Irene has a very interesting comment. Fetish, she says fetish is permanent. Is that, is that true? Like there's no, I don't want to say the word cure, but I just did. <laughs> is there a like can you have a fetish and then like kind of get out of it and suddenly you can climax with other things like i would say that like in for the most part that like your fetish is kind of it's kind of intrinsically who you are it's like it's, like uh i know a person who they never knew their father and when they became sexually active they needed a certain thing in the bedroom to be able to like climax and they found out years later from their mom because their mom said oh yeah well your dad had to do that too and it was like just something that was part of his makeup so yeah that's a nature issue it's one of those things it seems like you've it's it's after watching like queen's gambit uh chess was always very sexualized and it kind of seemed like the the girl kind of got off on playing chess as like her fetish uh, yeah, I mean, like, it can be any number of different things. I mean, like, and also when we talk about kink, like, pe- particularly people like to 
bring in like you know topics of like like bdsm or uh, sort of like bondage thank you dominance submissive or uh, sadomasochism uh and you know so bondage is like tying people up uh like power play is where you have dominance and submission uh that's pretty self-explanatory. Sadomasochism is you either like to inflict pain or you like to receive pain. So you, you enjoy the sensations. I think that's an interesting topic because like as a person who likes control in my everyday life, like I think in the bedroom, I enjoy being submissive and there's something very interesting about that for me. Uh, why? Why is it that me being told what to do kind of turns me on, but in my everyday life, I don't like surprises. So that's really interesting, uh, Alex, because I have a I have a lot of thoughts and ideas on that particular topic. So a uh, personal story for me was like, I know in, the, in my dating life, I tend to, to date uh, women who have like anxiety or like some sort of like, you know, they, they get their like kind of shit together in the real world uh, for most part. And uh, what I've noticed is, you know, they have all of their life in their head at all the times. And they're like really organized and all of that sort of thing. But the last thing that they want to be doing when they get into the bedroom is worrying about like, how do I make this dude come? So a person who's very in control in their regular life, like in this particular case for me, was uh, somebody who wanted to give up control in the bedroom because they're like, God, I just want to be able to relax and just come. And that was very good for me because like I have ADHD and my regular life is just kind of a walking disaster. But I know when I step into the bedroom that I know that I can take control and do what is needed to be done. And it's, so it's, nice it's almost the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost the opposite yeah. is my thing. Yeah, definitely. Jordan? <laughs> I would say if I had, if, if I had a kink, so I got, I'm very vanilla in the bedroom. I mean, my, I've told you guys about this. I mean, most of those stories are for another day, but I say if I, if I had a kink, um, I would probably say like what we're talking about, I would say that I, in the bedroom, I'd probably lean towards, yeah, I mean, submissive, that'd be great. Just kind of not have to worry and let someone else do the, do the thinking. I don't know. Like, just mm -hmm. you tell me what to do and I'll do it. But for yeah. now, like it's enough, right? Is it missionary or no? I mean, it's not, it's not enough. Um, I mean, that's a story for another day, probably. Well, I think that what's <laughs> interesting here is there is a difference between, uh, between being a pleaser and being dominant and be, and, uh, you know, wanting to not have a lot of things on your mind and then being a true submissive. Cause like there's levels to everything, but okay. like, for instance, like I know like personally when it came to kink for me, like it all sort of started with, I enjoyed seeing women in like black lacy things. And I was like, that's really pretty freaking hot. And sometimes that that's like, that can be where kink starts. It's just, you know, people will get in certain attire. I mean, there's role plays, there's, uh, people who cosplay and then it turns into like sexual role play. There's all sorts of different things that are involved in it. But I, I know for like me personally, I, 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 I do want to share this detail is 
we, we've talked kind of like about like you know, my journey, you know, as far as uh, my relationship stuff and, you know, the difficulties or repression that I had to deal with, you know, sexually growing up and then, you know, how, how that kind of went down. And I know that like over the last 10 years, like I wanted to embrace being a dominant or like doing like an action, like spanking, like impact play. But every time I tried to like jump into it, I would have this knee jerk reaction, like negative feeling towards myself where I'd just be like, I'm doing something that is hurting, you know, my partner. And I would feel like gross or dirty or shameful about it. And it really bothered me for the longest time. And it really put roadblocks up in front of my ability to be what I wanted to be in bed because it's always like oh i'm not hurting you is this all right and like i mean if you're gonna spank someone like you gotta mean it so what has happened over this last year is uh, i did a lot of reading because it's covid and i was locked indoors and really depressed i had nothing else to do but i started uh doing a lot of reading about different types of submissive dominance interaction and what I found out is that, like, there are different, like, motivations, details, uh, psychological impulses, what have you, behind why a person wants to be submissive or why a person gravitates towards being dominant. Well, so, is, is there a way to have a relationship where both people want that same thing? Like, can there be two oh, yeah, switch. dominants? Do, do they have Just to switch? two that... people beating the crap out of each other? In the... <laughs> <laughs> like a Family Guy episode. <laughs> so, so, yeah. like a, So, a person, who, a person who can take both roles, either dominance or submissive, is called a switch. And, uh, you, you know, it's typically, like, when you do a play, a play session, that's what it's called, because sometimes it's not always, like, with you know, a monogamous partner. Sometimes it's you, you have a group of friends that all have the same sort of kink that you do. And there may be play sessions, but I mean, we're what? what is this? There's a group where you just, of you're course. okay. But the, how do you, I can't emotionally detach from that group. I think who says you that you have to, I do me, me says that my PP. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I mean, like, well, then that's, well, then that's something that you, Do you have that a name you, for your pee pee. It's my, 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 pee. <laughs> <laughs> actually, if let's, let's go around the room and let's, let's talk about the name. No, we're not going to talk about names for my, my pee pee. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, back to kinks. I bought this cock ring. There you uh, go. I haven't, I, I tried it. Um, I'm very worried that I'm like, I'm going to be claustrophobic. Does that cut the vibrator on it? Yeah, no, it's got like three different speeds. It's that's not important. We'll talk. That's a story for another time. But um, Does that go like around your waist. I mean, like, she's... <laughs> really? No, um, I'm, I actually, it's very tight. Um, all, and all, all hail me owner. Jeez, okay. um, Jeez, and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of worried about it. But Tyson's like that Coke can could fit in there. That's that's a kink that like we're gonna we're gonna try. And like I'm a little nervous that like what happens if I get too erect? Like is that a thing? Can like lube will get it off, right? I'm I'm legitimately asking for help. You guys are staring at me like okay. this is a bit. This is not the bit. <laughs> Who's still, okay, yeah, we so, all right. So so cock rings. Um, I haven't worn one like that before, but uh, oh, me neither. Um, yeah, I've, I've only yeah, tried one one other time. Yeah, they come off. <laughs> 
think I found mine. <laughs> I paid way too much, is what you're saying. <laughs> probably, probably. Oh dear. Anyway, but, but yeah. So I essentially what I found out about like you know my journey with kink and that sort of stuff and like trying to adapt myself to like impact play and bondage and then even like thinking about and while I haven't done this but like allowing myself to be open to like consensual non-consent uh which is a fancy way to say <laughs> yeah there goes my brain so that's a that's uh what is commonly referred to as rape play which i haven't done yet i'm not i'm not at that level yet but i could be depending upon my partner and that's when you need like safe words and stuff like that maybe or well, you're going to need safe words for like dominance and submissive play as well. Or like it, it, especially bondage play, you're going to have to have like you're going to need to know what kind of things you're using to to bind the other people. You should definitely do some reading because like you're going to want to use all natural fibers. Don't use synthetics. I've they tried. Can, they can over tighten and you can actually harm someone. So hmm. you should have safety scissors on hand, that sort of thing. I've tried uh, adding a safe geez. word, but my wife said that uh, ow and, and not there is enough. Uh, yeah, for me, like, I, I thought that like, like the safe word was just like, I can't breathe was like a pretty good one. Uh, so, but what if they like, they like the idea of saying that out loud and that is a thing. It's a kink for them. Well, uh, technically, like if you are saying a safe word, it's you're bailing on the play. So like, that's mm -hmm. not actually like part of the climax aspect. You should be able to find your climax without having a safe word out of it, out of a, of an interaction. That's why they come up with the safer because like the the hot thing for them might be to say no no, something like that. Uh, that makes sense. So that's why you pick an innocuous word that you would normally not utter. Have they done studies on like what's the most common safe words out there? <laughs> like passwords. You know, I'm a, I'm in IT, right? I, they they have they publish a list of what are the most common passwords that people have. So I, I think that it's important to have a, a kink phrase instead of a kink word. You know, right, Jordan? Like yeah, you yeah. You're word. talking my language now. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> no way. You just need one word that you never say. <laughs> it's a, a whole sentence. Mm -hmm. It should be a whole no. sentence. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't say the eagle flies south. You said <laughs> the eagle flies north. Sorry, that's on you. And you didn't get the exclamation point in there. It's an eagle fly. Stop. You had a grammatical error. There it is. There's my safe word. My safe word is pineapple, everybody. All right. Apparently, it's a lot of people's. I thought I was being creative, so maybe I'll change it, but I've never used it. But I, I do want to touch on this one particular thing. So I did struggle a lot with wanting to spank and feeling like I was hurting somebody, but what I came to find out by just talking to other people who were more experienced with kink play, like I didn't meet them or have sex with them. I just struck with conversation with them on a, on a website and asked them, like, what do you get out of being spanked? And like, what is the, what is the, what is the value for it? And what I really think is just mystifying and like just fascinating in the, the, the aspect of kink play that I just absolutely love is that for instance, like some of these things, for a person who has a hard time focusing and leaving the real like world and all of the worries uh, outside of the bedroom so that they can just calm down and be a sexual creature inside the bedroom. Uh, sometimes they need like a, a point of focus or stimulus. And for some of them, it was just like, if you provide 
a sensation, like a pain sensation that is very much focusing to their, their physical body in the moment and brings their focus in and to the now. And because you're in an environment where you're like, you're, you're trying to be intimate that it creates this pain sensation, but brings the focus to a sexual realm and helps you focus on what's going on. And it was very freeing for me to realize that like, Oh no, I'm just not spanking because like, you know, I want to hit somebody or hurt somebody. Cause that's not really the case, but I do love the idea of bringing someone into sharp focus on the here and now in, as far as the intimacy of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So like, when I t- step into the bedroom as a dominant, if we're going to have like, you know, a submissive dominant play, which is not always the case. I mean, re- regular vanilla sucks still pretty fucking great, but like, uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, kinks, but, but, so. but, but, but in this, but in this particular case, like it, it's not that like, I want to do the impact play and I'm just going to like spank them until they say that they've had enough or whatever. It's like, it's me trying to bring my everything, my intuition, my intellect, my emotions, everything into that environment and to read what they're giving me. And if they need to be spanked, then I will spank them. And if they need to be tied up, then I will tie them up. And it's not whether or not it's like, I want to be tied up tonight. It's like, no, I will know what needs to be done when we are in that room. And you're going to put your, yourself into my hands. Sure, it is a I can trust tell relationship. You, I can tell you 100%. I'm gonna spank my wife because I'm positive she's thinking about house projects and and work and things. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna try that next time. Yes. I sharpen I, her focus a little bit. I, I like the for the, the two, idea two minutes that she needs it uh, of, of the spanking being less about how juicy that ass is, uh, and more about kind of what Stacy said where it like immediately sends a shiver and sort of grounds you on this this other level kind of like you talk about constantly about um your purpose of spanking is is to bring them back to life you know and sort of make them forget uh kind of that's that's your sort of love language i feel is that sort of that spank i'm not trying to put words into your mouth cuz i know how uh defecating that can be uh, cuz of my my inability to communicate is is uh the definition of words is not the same for everybody so i like this conversation that comes up between you and i where we have to between both of you jordan and i have these same conversations where we have to define words between each other because clearly words for me uh can have a different meaning it's true i mean and like also like like when it comes to like impact play and that sort of thing like everything with kink is it's a slow ramping up process it's like it helps to have a little conversation ahead of time be like hey what what do you think you would like or what can we try out and this brings me kind of to like two different like ideas or tenets or like uh, approaches that i really believe in and one of them was has been put forth by there's this uh, sex sex columnist called dan savage i don't know if you guys have ever listened to the savage love podcast mm-hmm. But like, uh, I only listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, does he have a bit? No. So like, his thing is, his thing is like, in the bedroom, and this isn't necessarily kink. This is just bedroom activity. Uh, is to be good, giving and game. So in other words, try your absolute best, 
be giving of yourself and be game for what your partner wants. In other words, if they uh, like make a request, do your best. Uh, you obviously outline where your firm boundaries are, or your nose, like, you know, and when experimenting, have that feeling of like, hey, it's okay if you don't like this. It's okay if I don't like this. We can bail at any given time. And to bookend that, like my own thing is <laughs> I like to bring the three T's and, and I call that my own like trust, transparency, and tenacity. So for me to be able to really throw myself into a kink environment or to like a like a dominant submissive play, I really need to trust the person I'm with because I don't like have the feeling where I don't, I don't want to be like alpha male. Who's just like, I'm a fucking thug with a club, uh, you know, trying to dominate my partner. No, I'm trying would, to be dominant, but like, would you of, let a would you let a girl peg you? Uh, I'm not like, I've had some stuff, uh, some anal play before and it did not do it for me. I would have to try several other like introductory things to like anal play before I would allow pegging. But like, if that was a request, I would say like, all right, well, let's start working on it. But that's also for me, that would be a power switch mm -hmm. or power exchange because, uh, I, Typically, pegging is like a, a dominance play, uh, which that's that's a okay. Uh, I'm not saying no. I, my general attitude towards kink and sex is try it till you learn to like it, uh, but that's not always successful. So you're so you're someone who, though dominance is your preference, kink. It's mm -hmm. not your like you can you can do both. Your yeah, will I, if they want it. I'm terrible at being submissive. Like I'm like I was put in a submissive position a couple times and I'm just, I'm horseshit at it. Like at the best, like I would be a brat. So a brat <laughs> is like, there's, there's, there's miles and miles of books and volumes of terms. There's a, a brat is, or anything. Yeah. But basically a, a brat is a submissive that like misbehaves and then has <laughs> to be disciplined to be able to like be put in their place. And like, I enjoy interacting with brats if that's like what we're going to like go into the, the event with, but like, is it, can I, can I just ask this real quick? Uh, is it okay to like laugh at this? Like, because oh, yeah. I'm like laughing, but like, I don't, I, there's a voice in my head saying like, you know, I, is it okay? Or like, are people going to be offended that like, can you laugh at a kink? Can we all just have fun with it? Or are is it so serious and people are so into it that laughing would make them feel bad if you're, you're laughing at their kink? I would say that like kink shaming is not so good. So if but you're having a conversation. But if you're laughing though, does that mean you're kink shaming or you just feel awkward because it's not a discussion you've had a lot? Well, I mean, there's a difference between nervous laughter and you're like, you want to do what? And you're like, yeah. Well, okay, let me think about it or like how we can do it. And then there's another thing to be like, you know, you hear some aspects of age play and you're like, you want to be in what? And then you laugh directly at them. I mean, that's what is the, age play? Age play is where you age play. So age play is where you have two people who are like, you know, of consenting age for sex, but they play a role and dress and take different 
uh, levels of dominance or submission based on age. So they're trying to mimic something else. So typically it's like a, a, a little. Like a teacher and a schoolboy or something like that. No, it's it's more like uh, like uh, like a parent and a toddler. And oh. for some oh. people that, yeah, or, or or even smaller. So like, this is where like you get into like people who like maybe their kink is to wear a diaper or something like that. And that, that can actually be a fetish where like they really can't get off unless they have like, you know, a nook and a diaper on or whatever. But like those things for those people are really difficult to like express. And I would hate to want to like laugh at that. Uh, so Typically, when people are like trying to tell me about their kinks, I try to keep a straight face on it. But like, if it's like if it's like you and your wife or a long term partner, and you're talking about it, and there's some giggles, I think that that makes it kind of fun because you're like, well, let's try it anyways. Yeah, you know. Well, I, what about what me and Alex just did? We both went e like that, like that, and that kind of is like okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'm I'm sorry that that was my first response, but it, I mean, I I think everyone understands why that that would be a response yeah but is it okay to have that response like well, are, we, are we supposed to try to stay stone cold like okay that's the response we had you can't not have yeah. the response that was a visceral response and then like both you and i were like we both sort of went internally and we're like this could kind of be construed as us being negative towards it but really it's us saying like we don't understand because well, immediately I started thinking about a real life situation like that. That's for sure that's where it is. Because like, you think of the origin story, essentially, well, right? That's, yeah. just, that's just it. Because, like, I mean, we need to also realize that kink is often talked about in kink play. This is a play session. There is a suspension of reality. Uh, or not always, but there can be. And I'm not, like, honestly, like, age play is not for me. So, like, uh, I'm... I'm on I'm in your guys's boat on in that regard but like when if I was to talk to somebody and they really that was their thing chances are they already feel pretty uptight about it and I'm not there to like make them feel worse and if they were able to tell you that it means they trust you one of the three T's exactly and when like you know my like trust transparency and tenacity like when I want to trust somebody I also want to be transparent with them about like everything that I want. And I want to like realize that we are like, I'm going to present stuff that I want and it's okay if they laugh at me and right. they're gonna, then they're going to present well, stuff that they want. And it's, it's okay for me to laugh at them in the aspect of we're just being really completely transparent here and that's okay, but we're going to have a, no no like carrying on shame we're not gonna like taking in that sort of stuff let's let's talk about that though in my personal life um i sent um it's not a dick pic but like it was a very suggestive pic to my wife uh while she was at work and, and, it, her and it fit in the camera yeah Did she get like a she get a wide angle <laughs> lens for that i mean like it's a fisheye lens anyway uh <laughs> panoramic so she laughed her her visceral response was to laugh and she got home and i was like so what like i didn't know what the response was supposed to be but like i felt like i probably shouldn't do this again because you thought it was funny and it's like well i mean let's be fair here i mean it looked it probably looked like there was like an overstuffed possum like 
in a sock. I mean, like, it's just like, I don't know, get something that fits. <laughs> but we, we had to talk about it because I was like, I'm feeling a little insecure that like, you didn't want to like jump my bones when you got home and thought it was funny. Uh, but it was, it's new, you know, like it wasn't something we'd ever really done. What did well, I say? And, I mean, do next... women even think that penises are attractive? I mean, I think some do, but like, I mean, if you send somebody like a picture of Kevin Pollock in like a squirrel shirt, <laughs> Kevin Pollock holding a baby of uh, Kevin Pollock's baby. Um, Anyway, so that was a conversation I had to have because uh, that was the response. Um, and she was like, no, I, I love Pepe. Um, he's great. Uh, but she didn't know what to do. Uh, but it wasn't she wasn't trying to shame me for doing it. So with sexting, it's kind of interesting because like it's not like it's not something that I have a lot a whole lot of experience with. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's hotter to have a picture of them and be like. I'm looking at this right now and send them that instead of, ah, oh, here's my fucking. Cause like, I mean, honestly, like, I don't really think like the, 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 the human penis is like that gorgeous. But like, if you like say, Hey, you know, this thing you shared with me, I'm looking at it right now that can like kind of engage that sort of thing. I usually my, wait for them to ask. My pictures are very tasteful. Don't you worry. So uh, it wasn't something that was like, I made sure she was at lunch. You know what I mean? Um, oh, so you wanted to make sure she would had a full belly or something in her mouth, or like you were hoping for a spit take at this point. I, I just wanted to make sure she was sitting down. Um, oh. Here's a question for the chat: Has has anyone ever uh, requested a dick pic? Ooh, good question. <laughs> um, while we wait for the answer, um, people gave us kinks, so I thought we'd go around and kind of see what our kinks are. I thought that would be a fun little game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's um, go for it. So virtual sex. Yes or no? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've done it and do it. Okay, Jordan. Virtual sex meaning like VR. I think it means yes. just yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like where you get laid by Cortana. No, it's for you <laughs> fuck somebody over a chat window. Oh no, no, yeah, never. Is that via text? Is that video? All yes. The, the answer is yes. Got it. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm gonna go with a yes on that one. Dominant or sub? Dominant. But you're into either one of those, so uh, Jordan. Yeah, probably probably sub. But there's a backstory there that would probably uh, for another day, maybe or today. Okay. Who goes? Today, today's the day. You've done that. You've used your toys for <laughs> another days. I've you've used, used them. You've used them up. I'm not letting you get away with it anymore. <laughs> well, it's. I, I mentioned to you guys before. I think uh, off camera, like that. Um, that there, there's some things like where. I don't feel like things that are in my mind that maybe like I have to kind of get in touch with my mind and my fantasies. Like, so right now they're, I, I would call them fantasies, not kink because I, they maybe live in my head, <clears throat> but I wouldn't, I currently feel like I respect my wife too much to do it. Like I, I feel uncomfortable. I don't think that she would, I feel embarrassed, maybe a little shame, like, like, and this goes back to maybe some of our, are you know things that we've uh, grown up how we were raised and and things where it's like you know so when you say dominant I, I think i currently would not could not picture myself being dominant with my wife i don't know uh. that she would want that i don't 
I would be embarrassed to do. I would, I would, I'm not. So I, that's the lens that I'm coming from where if, if I think about my fantasy of, I think submission is probably more my, my play because I think I'm, I can be pretty like aggressive normally. And like, and I, I, I connected with what you were saying earlier, Tyson, where it's kind of like different, you know, it would be a change for me to be like, you know what, like I'll let someone else be in control of this. And, and so like fantasies live up there where it's like, if someone were to like take me and like, tell me what to do, it would probably be erotic. Yeah. So then the well, question is, how do we get this in the conversation between you and your wife? Cause that's the missing step, right? Well, I mean, like <laughs> really got like a, our show here, man. I mean, like, but I mean, it, is, is, is yeah, there... that might be a topic for another day. That's what I'm saying. Like, sure, we're sure. diving into. But is there a way to like show a movie that kind of brings up a topic? We're like, hey, that's weird, right? That's not weird. Is that weird? That's not weird. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable watching sex scenes with my wife. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, I feel like I should be closing my eyes, and she, and so that she sees. Like, I, yeah, I'm not looking at another woman you know like so jordan <laughs> I, I don't think that you're alone in this like they're like in psychoanalysis they have this whole thing it's called the madonna it's actually called the madonna horror complex and it's like the inability to maintain sexual arousal for like uh, in a committed relationship where like and like it's one of freud's things so i mean freud was kind of well like with the idea being like you can respect somebody so much and you think that like a lot of the times i think that it comes from like religion personally uh because like i know i was taught from a religion that like sex was kind of a dirty thing and like when you love this person and you can if you do it right and you get to do this thing to her it's you're doing this thing to her and it's like you're dirt you're you're sullying the the chalice uh of like your love and that sort of stuff like it can get into your fucking head a little bit and then the reverse of that is where like the the men then begin to hunger or uh lust after the whore so like the woman who can be degraded or even or not even degraded but like just you know made to submit and like you know be their sexual plaything. when in real reality like people are people and you can respect someone i respect the people that i have kink play with a fuck ton like they like I, I, I trust and respect them and I realize that they need to be fucking tied up and spanked because that's what's going to help them. And that's what's going to be awesome for me as well. So it's actually me being respectful to what their true desires are. And that's a that's a hard fucking thing to like deal with. Like sure. I know that I know that I had that problem with my second major relationship where like we kind of got like it started off kind of dirty and like on the edge and then it got to the the point where like it was like oh well you know we live together and i i got in a routine it was a good routine but it was fairly vanilla and that's not what she wanted so she sure. went elsewhere for it would you say you were into bondage uh i would say that i am into doing the tying now okay sure jordan what about you are you into bondage um yeah yeah i could be into it i mean i i 
I've never spanked a woman, but I have uh, I've watched women get spanked, and I like that. Sure. <laughs> I think I could do bondage. Um, I, w- I could also be a dom or a sub, depending on. I think I'm a switch role, depending on the situation. So that's. Uh, what about orgasm control? I definitely think I practice like not coming and then stopping and like very tantric for me. What about you guys? Yeah, I try to do that as 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 much as possible. Uh, but like for me, like orgasm control is like. Uh, it's also controlling the other person's orgasm, and I kind of tend to go out the other direction with trying to give as many as possible through other like various means because sure. I, I kind of enjoy being able to like take them over the limit i agree that's definitely a goal i have uh trying to see how many orgasms i can fit into one sesh as long as i don't use that word jordan what about you <laughs> so for me i uh i yeah i used to i used to do that how many orgasms i uh, can squeeze into a sesh cool uh, so what, about, what, about when you were, what about when you were a young man you know like we were all young men at one point in time and like i was very generous as a young man yeah so like i remember being a young man and like i could like jerk off come and just keep going and just come again and like w- like one day i got four in a row and i was just like that's amazing and like uh, all of that capability was wasted on like not having sex in that like, <laughs> like limber. Uh... So, so the orgasms we squeeze into a sesh. Are we talking about mine or hers or ours or hers? Because uh, I thought Either. we were talking about hers. We're How many about times? Her, we, yeah. I mean, why not? I, I I'm a one and done man. I don't know. Maybe yeah. when I was younger, yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Do you guys ever experience the non ejaculatory orgasm? I can. It's very rare. Um, mm-hmm. I've definitely been able to feel it without, but it, it there's still not that release. Like I, I, it's still in there. So it's like I'm still gonna have to go in like 15 more minutes. But I definitely went. Like I definitely felt yeah. that rush. Yeah, I uh, when I do kink play, that is more common than like regular vanilla sex because like I think. Uh, it just like I'm so focused on trying to be dominant and doing these other things that like I will stop myself from getting to the ejaculation part. But like there are times when you like your the energy or the the, the chemical your brain chemicals like all of the things that are like racing through your your mind because like it's I mean I mean honestly like the point of kink is to like try and elevate sex right I mean what that's, if you don't that's need why to. we try to do it what if it's good enough then why fucking do it. I don't know to try new things. I'm a fan of trying new things. I was just saying there are people out there. No, but it's two different people. It's two different points of view. It's one is my point of view. Mm -hmm. Uh, There, I'm into. Let's do this once and see how it is. Maybe, maybe I'm into feet, but I don't know. I don't think I am, but you know. I mean, I I can tell you that I had a kink adventure that it didn't work for me. Which one? What was it? So there's a whole real long story about it that I would. You know, prefer to do it in a performance venue, but like, uh, I'll give you guys the cliff notes. So, I was really depressed and I answered an online ad because I was looking for like a rebound type engagement and uh, no one was buying what I was selling. So, I ended up uh, answering an online ad for uh, it was an older couple 
Uh, they were like 10 years older than I was. And it was a cuckold and hot wife. <laughs> and I was supposed to be the bull in that particular situation. And they said, and the way that they wrote the ad was a uh, cuckold and hot wife looking for a bull must be willing to role play. And the reason I answered the ad is because I was like, well, I've, I just, I played a lot of D and D growing up. And I was like, that shot ought to get me laid at least once. <laughs> so I answered the ad and I wrote out like a whole story and uh, did like some graphic design. I made like a campaign logo. Cause I made like a little, uh, like the scenario was the cuckold was running for office and that I was going to be the, the source of money for his campaign. And I showed up in character and spoke with an Irish accent the whole time <laughs> to like sell this character. And then I brought them back to my apartment and like, but when we went to engage in it now, I will be honest, I was very, very nervous, I was very, very nervous. Cause I'd never done that sort of thing before. Like, uh, like a male, male female threesome it was primarily supposed to be like him watching uh but like i had a flask of whiskey and i drank i drank the whole flask of whiskey like in the prep because i was so nervous so i kept on trying to like keep myself loose uh so when it got back to the bedroom i you know things weren't working you know yeah of course <laughs> so like i like tried to stall and like I don't know if you've ever tried to dirty talk in an in an in an accent, but it like no. makes it a lot more difficult. It's just like, oh, <laughs> oh Susie, you've got a a brilliant <laughs> vagina, and like you're just you've got a fantastic fanny. You've got mean, a like, fabulous <laughs> Irish accent, by the way. Yeah, yeah I, I'd I, love I to hear it. it on a flask of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But like, uh, why does that do special things to people? I do not understand. Uh, you know, it's, I don't get it. Uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't tell what, you. What's the bit with the Irish accent? It's just an accent. Like if I were to do an Italian accent, would it be like similar? Is that? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's an accent so this from guy wherever got, they're not. It's so this guy got pissed off because Irish boy wasn't doing his thing. No, he was into it. He oh. was like freaking like, so like I was trying to go down, uh, but like the entire time I was like tasting the whiskey and like the pork belly bites we had at dinner. And I was just like trying, like not to, like puke like into her uh, brilliant vagina, and I was just like, <laughs> and then I kind of heard in the background, and like I uh, shot a glance over, and he was just like super naked and super like just, whew. I saw the source of his like confidence from earlier in the night. He was uh, uh so I, I just, I was I'm just with like. You. I don't think I could get it up. So that, that wasn't your cup of tea. That wasn't, but like, I still wanted them to have a good night. Cause like, it was a fun interaction besides that. So, uh, I'd kind of set it up. So I had like a way to bail out, but I was like, uh, you know, why don't you keep her warm for me while I go to tend to some business. And then like, I left the bedroom and then he made that floating noise as he jumped onto the bed to like fuck his wife. Cause he was like really into it. And then I heard this, like the echoing sounds of their copulating throughout my apartment while I hid. And then when they got done, I was like, I didn't want to talk to him. So I just went to the bathroom and like, they're like knocking on the door. It's like, are you all right? And there I was like, Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> stayed in character. <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's the best part of the night for me. So like I let him leave. And then I finished my game. I like candy crush. 
And then I went back upstairs and like, it was like a Jackson Pollock painting on my bed. I was like, Oh my God. But, uh, <laughs> they did leave me $50. So I don't know if that makes me a sex worker or not. Yeah. I think that's worse. I think. At, <laughs> at least I'm affordable. You know, that's that Wisconsin thrift, you know, <laughs> it was definitely clean those fucking sheets. Yeah, I, I had this conversation with my wife. I was like, let's figure out some kinks, you know, like I want to figure out what are you into, what uh what what I like. And she was like, honestly, when you try new things, it annoys the shit. Out of me. And I was like, good to know. Um, I was like, like what we do is enough, you know, like uh, but like for me, like I'm interested in seeing what else is out there and like maybe. You know, just because why not? I haven't tried it before. Uh, maybe I do like it. But she's like, I like what we do and I don't need whatever. It, like, it's you got to stop doing that thing that you're doing in the middle when I like it. Just because you think it's new. Now, see, now this mm. is a, this is a really good, interesting aspect here. It's like we're talking about being good, giving and game. That's a two way street. Like your partner also needs to be giving and game for the things that you want to do. Uh, and like, you know, you meet in the middle, it's, it's just like, Hey, guess what we got tonight? Like a, like a room full of little people with cameras. And I still like, I mean, like, that's not like Are something you that spying you just, on me. That's not something that you like. It's you the third G. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be, yeah. It's a game. Cause like, you know, they all come on like softball uniforms. And just, <laughs> like, there's 11 of them. And like, anyway, it's like, I'm catching, but like, uh, like that's, that's, I would say space it out, but like, I think that it's important for people to have a spirit of wanting to try new things or at least indulging the other person trying new things and to like have some sort of like middle ground. Like maybe let's maybe like every fourth time you get sure. involved kink but like the other three times it's just straight plowing she, missionary she was you know? raised very christian very religious and so was i very little trauma trauma has nothing to do with kink i'm we're just gonna, saying we're, we're, we're gonna throw that out there right now i'm just saying say like oh those people who are kinky and into fetishes they're they like they're was a Pat Oswalt line. He's like, their dad must have fucked them with a Garfield mask on. It's just like, that's not a fucking thing. Uh, it, I just love that line from Pat Oswalt. So, was, so like sex education wasn't a thing. She wasn't allowed to look at porn. Like there was certain music she couldn't listen to. It was very religious, um, very off ev- limits. And everything that you're saying right now is nurture. And I know that you're a guy who's into nature. So riddle me that. No, I'm just saying she doesn't seek out more uh, than the other things that she already has in sex because it's not something that's ever been educated. It's not something that's been presented. So you have to have the conversation Mm -hmm. in order to see what you're into. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about. uh, How to introduce it. When when, communication, 100%, it's a communication thing. And, and that's where it's like, yeah, that's why I'm, I, I struggle. I'm in a place where I'm not in a communication place with my wife on these things. And I want to be, and I'm trying to figure out ways to do it. But then there's, I mean, there's, so when you're, when you're at that point, so let's kind of go down that road. Like, how do you 
introduce that stuff? How and 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 what to expect? Because I think the the biggest hesitation to introduce it is it's just like they're not going to be like. What if it's just a flat no? Like nature or nurture, whatever it is, it doesn't like if they just say no, I'm not into that. Like, where do you go from there? I think that like in that particular case, like introducing new ideas into in, like people fear what they don't know. And I think the best way to address that is with knowledge. So maybe before saying I'm into this, you can just be like, Hey, I'm doing research on this thing. Did you know about this? And just explain it or see if you can like have some sort of communication where you just establish what the things are before you say, well, I'm into that. It's just like, Hey, did you know that there's like this whole thing? And maybe we can just explore what it is first. And kind of like, sometimes I think people just need some time to like warm up to the idea. But I, I know that for me, that learning that it wasn't dirty and that it was okay. And that a lot, I mean, a lot of people do different levels of kink and introduce different aspects and that it's whatever you want it to be. I mean, I think a lot of people introduce kink through role play because they'll have like some sort of like literature or movie that they really like. And like somebody dresses up and they act out a little thing and that can occasionally lead to something else because maybe it's a hot sex scene in a movie or sure. something like that. Ours so used like, to be Twilight. If I put Twilight on the oh, glittery so you, vampires, would, you, you would just like throw sparkles on yourself. Like just watching the movie would do it for like after watching Twilight, like vampire fantasies were kind of a, a little trigger for her that got a little hot and spicy. So I thought that was interesting. And so the next day you show showed up as Count Dracula and, <laughs> and just and just read 50 shades of gray. I'll be at garbage literature. I'll be at garbage. Uh, like that's, that was written as fan fiction for twilight. So it, Oh, follows, no kidding. Yeah. It follows very similar fucking beats all the way through. But how do we open the communication walls between Jordan and his wife though? Cause I think that's the important, like what's the worst that happens is she says no. Right. I think that if she says no, that like, I mean, it's your wife. You have to respect that. But like, you can say, well, let's table it and talk about it again another time. Uh, because this yeah. is definitely something that I would like to revisit. It's, I mean, I think that like, uh, uh, there's no right answer being established at the front end of the conversation. Like, there's no right answer to whatever you say you, you right you say yes no whatever there's no right or wrong here there just is and whatever it is is going to be okay well let me ask you this because uh, we're running out of time here and um and one thing that really popped up in my head is what is is there any time that kink can be unhealthy for you for a person well i mean it depends on like it depends on the nature of the kink because like some kinks like there's cutting and like i would say that blood loss is probably you know can be risky at times uh water sports or uh you know defecating that sort of stuff i think those those things could possibly be unhealthy but like you know all of that sort of stuff you, you're gonna have to like 
take do you think, precautions. Do you also, think there's like, like a like, general? Like in in some ways, I think it was presented to me like it's like a gateway drug kind of a thing. So you oh. kind of dabble in it. So then then it leads to this, and then it leads to this, and then it, then pretty soon, yeah, you're you're okay. Okay, you're well, yeah. choking yourself with someone peeing on you. Like sure. that, that's, <laughs> that, sure. that's kind of it's. I mean, it's it. That, that it just means, is kind of the thing, you know. I, I understand what you're saying. So, like, uh, there's, I don't know what it is in the brand. Is it dopamine? But like, there is, uh, like, yes. I know with ADHDers, we're like low on dopamine, so like, we're constantly looking for like something that makes us focus more. And when it comes to kink play, these sort of things that create extra focus on what we're doing like increases dopamine that happens in the regular human as well obviously so it is possible to become hyper focused on kink because you have an elevated state of sex and it can make you want to focus on it more it's just like playing a really satisfying video game it makes you want to play it more uh but let's also realize that we are humans that have self-control and we can exercise self-control many different ways. Uh, yes, it could be the gateway drug, but also who cares? I like, think it's like, like, like being choked and being pissed on probably ain't that bad. Like if you're coming, who gives a shit? It's just the opening conversation. That's all it, it it's it's certainly it certainly can get dangerous. You know, it's like you got one guy who it's if if they're not if there's not communication, well, like I mean, if, if, if it's like they, they're not going through the, they haven't talked about it enough. They start choking someone because it's, it's something that they get off on, but they're not, and they didn't set up a safe word. So like, there's, there's, it's almost like there's, you, you say there's self, like we have self-control, but maybe I think, I think what you need, saying, uh, you need self-control with it. Like you need to be, yeah, I would say when you're like involving potentially harmful types of play, and re and let's remember, kink often starts off with just someone putting on a a pair of pantyhose or like a, like something black and silky. It could just be it could be it could be a smoking jacket or a tie. Like it can be something. That or is could so it be a redhead? Sure, it could be it could be a wig. It could be uh, maybe a shave. Who knows? It can start with something fairly innocuous, but when you get into the like impact play choking, uh, like, uh, and there's different types of choking. There's a blood choke. There's an airway choke. There's uh, just controlling the neck, where you're not really trying to choke them, but you are controlling their body because you're holding on to their neck. Which like, goes so, back to the T trust. Yeah, they're all so. different things, but you establish those through trust, and then you learn how to play. Uh, like, and it's important that. It, I mean, I think that I think the bit here is it's like pro wrestling. When you're in the ring with somebody else, you want to know that they're not going to hurt you. You're going to put them yourselves in their hands. So, like when you get that snap suplex, that you don't like break your fucking neck. All right. You've also planned out who's going to win. Exactly. Maybe but, they're know, Royal Rumble so, style. So King is like pro around. wrestling. King yes. is like pro wrestling. That's it. And I'm Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm -hmm. And I'm John Cena. You can't see me. <laughs> and I'm all the jobbers. I just like I'm every single jobber that's ever been. <laughs> that, uh, for those of you who don't know wrestling terms, I'm, I'm the one who gets beat. 
I mean, publicly, like privately, that's not the case. No. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, you. But, you but you're right. You're bust. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was just gonna say, like with the the pro wrestling thing, um, I've got some friends that are, that do it, and um, and yeah, like when they're doing those things, like it, it relies on both people participate. Like when they're doing a suplex, it's not just one person lifting someone up and slamming them. The other person is also holding. Like there's a there's a mutual thing going on that allows it to look like it was a, a real slam, you know? Well, yeah. You gotta, yeah. Like, you know, you need to know how to post off of the other person and like work. You need to work. It's, I mean, it, I think of it a lot of like, uh, like dancing. I love ballroom dancing. I'm a good lead, but like, I need to have someone who knows how to follow. So like when I move their body that they move with me and they're not like, what are we doing? You know, like, Right. And at the beginning, there's the, you know, oh, I'm going to come at you. I'm going to get you good. I'm going to take you down to the mat. It's the foreplay. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 The cutscene foreplay yes. is the <laughs> best. Like, um, and if, if one of the people the gets a little overzealous, um, you end up with a little blood. Um, someone gets hurt, you know, and it's. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, if you're going to send it with a chair shot, you just, I mean, oof, right. Like, I mean, I like to quote Ric Flair. I like to just say, like, I'm yeah, besides the woos that just happen <laughs> constantly. Uh, but it would be like, I like to say that I'm the oldest, I'm like Space Mountain, the oldest ride in the park, but I still got the longest line. <laughs> My favorite line of that, guys. Uh, Rick Flair, for you guys know, uh, grew up in Minnesota, but attended Wayland Academy in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Fun fact. Wow. Without the fun. Uh, Jordan, uh, I think this uh, show was somehow geared towards helping. Uh, you kind of open a relation and uh, a conversation. And I think the, the bit for that was kind of watching a movie that sort of planted a seed in, into that communication. Yeah. I think just information, whether it's, you get it from a movie or some sort of documentary, watch the movie secretary. That's it. That's all about Dom subplay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I know, I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm scared to death to watch that with my wife. Yeah. The other well, suggestion was to tell him about tell her about this show. Don't tell her to watch it, uh, but tell her that like, hey, we talked about some stuff, and then like, hey, what'd you talk about? Like, oh, funny, you should ask. I did tell her about this, and I tell her I told her what we we talk about, and yeah, I mean, she's very uh, supportive, yet uh, I'm sure a little hesitant. Sure, and and that's why I'm trying to kind of tiptoe because. I want to respect what I share. Like, I can't just share everything because I, um, well, I don't want it. I don't want to share anything that maybe she wouldn't be thrilled about. I mean, this is public internet, right? We've got millions of people watching us. Hundreds, at least tens. You should see, you should see, like, we don't even have anybody answering the phones, but like the call lines have just been filled. Like they're blowing just, up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way that it is. Someone yeah. answered the phone for crying out loud. Well, I mean, <laughs> they've got we, questions about kink. I mean, we don't have give it them the, the three T's, the three G's, at least the three T's, the three T. Yeah, the T G's. Uh, but like, we don't have an intern. We need an intern. Well, I'm sure we can find someone out there who will be our an intern. unpaid intern. And if they don't do their job right, we're gonna spank them. There it yeah. is. And they need to know like whether or not like Alex can get off his monster. The the the. Does putting on that thing give you the powers of Thor? 
Like, are you worthy to wear the, and I'm Jesus. Like, and, and on that note, we'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Bye guys. Good night.